Every personal trainer wants to have a long-lasting, successful and fulfilling career, yet still so many struggle to gain momentum and end up settling for less than their potential or worse still, leaving the industry before they even get started. With over 30 plus years of experience of coaching clients and mentoring thousands of personal trainers, we have dedicated our professional lives to helping others reach that potential. We are your hosts, Paul Campy and Matt Robinson, and welcome to the ProFit Podcast, the best place to come for PT career success. Hello and welcome back to another edition of the ProFit Podcast. My name is Paul Campy. I'm your host for today. Sadly, I'm solo. I'm not joined by Matt. It is the summer and we are both holidaying a couple of times in, uh, this summer. So there are a few solo episodes and today is my turn. So welcome back. I hope you all had a good week. Today, we are going to be introducing the part two of our mini-series. Last time, we did a, a big mini-series on assessments and program programs led by the assessments and how you put those type, kind of things together. Um, and I hope you all enjoyed that mini-series. And we tried to break it into segments to make sure that everybody could get the information in a more digestible way. And... We're going to kick off another mini-series all about nutrition. So I want to introduce that in today's episode, unpack it a little bit, tell you the reasons why we wanted to do this mini-series on nutrition and introduce the episodes that we've got lined up. And stick around to the end because we are going to give, again, like we did in the introduction to assessments and program-led assessments, that we are going to give our top five tips from our 35 years' experience. So stick around to the end today to pick up five golden nuggets around nutrition systems for clients. So let's get introduced to this mini series. The title for this series is going to be Nutrition Systems for Clients. And we're going to keep it as simple as we can because, um, and I'll go through the reasons why we've selected nutrition and why we want to go through systems for clients. Uh, Number one, reason number one we're doing this is as with assessments and programming, it's a major part of our product. Um, it, it certainly, if the goal is body composition, which for 90, 90% of, of the clients that walk through our doors, if you're a PT, training general population, there is going to be some kind of body composition goal involved. And if that's the case, then you need to be able to deal with the client's nutrition. Now, I'm just going to put a quick caveat in here that as, as personal trainers, if we're a qualified personal trainer, that doesn't mean that we're actually qualified as dietitians or as nutrition specialists, we aren't really qualified to give nutritional plans. We can offer advice. We can um, we can certainly guide people and try and educate people a little bit better. But we are not nutritionists. We're not dietitians unless you're qualified in that area. So I just want to I just want to point that out first and foremost. Um, I don't class myself as a nutrition expert. I'm a personal trainer. I know Matt would say exactly the same thing. And all of the guys that we've coached and trained over the years, unless they're specifically qualified, would class themselves as a personal trainer. There are things like nutrition coaches now, slightly different. However, just because I'm not a nutrition expert, it doesn't mean that I don't need to address nutrition. I mean, I've had hundreds and hundreds of clients boots on the ground experience with training clients over the last 19 20 years and nutrition always comes up it always becomes a factor 
So unless you're addressing it, you really are doing the client a bit of a disservice. So you need a level of understanding if you're going to be a successful PT. And that was reason one for us putting this series together. Reason two, and again, this is really common. It's something I did myself. Um, I know, again, if Matt was here or any other people we've interviewed in the past, they would probably say the same thing, is that we overcomplicate nutrition a lot of the times. I can tell you in, in 20 years of working with clients, the, the rules around nutrition, the on the whole general fundamental rules of nutrition hasn't changed. Like Our bodies haven't changed that much. The way that we need to fuel our bodies for health, for vitality, for energy, for life hasn't changed. I mean, a lot of those rules are still very simple. Um, you know, water, as an example, we need to be hydrated. That hasn't changed in the last 20 years, to my knowledge, unless someone can, can correct me otherwise. But we still need to be getting a good amount of water in every single day. When we wake up, we need to be hydrated. So some of these rules, we, we overcomplicate them with confusing diets and, and confusing systems that basically when you break them all down, they all come down to the same set of rules. And a lot of the time, these things are, are packaged and, and put into these confusing formats because they're good to sell. They're easy to sell to people. And it's just remembering that. So we wanted this mini series to be no bullshit, fundamental rules of nutrition, how you coach it, and you know, keep it as nice and black and white for you guys as we can with this. Um, and once you, once you know those rules, once you know those principles, it comes down again to you being a good coach because you've still got to help people. Again, take water as an example. You still have to help people understand why do they need water? Because a lot of people will say, well, I drink, I drink coffee, I drink lemonade. Like, isn't that enough? You need to educate people on understanding why water is important for their system why that that's going to bring them extra energy, why that's going to improve their sleep, why it's going to improve their exercise in the gym. They still need that. And they're still going to fight against it as well. They're still going to have their times where they, they don't want to do it. And you have to coach it. It isn't as simple as just telling somebody that's the rule and stick to it. So, you know, specialist needs aside, there are some specialist populations that need specific dietary advice. And I would recommend with those types of people, and you will come across them. You will come across them in, in general population gym areas where you sign a client up and you know they have you know polycystic ovaries or, or something that requires a certain dietary recommendation. If you're not confident with that, my recommendation there would be that you refer it out. You get a specialist involved and you deal with what you can deal with and you let the specialist tackle those kinds of areas. But again, most of the nutrition rules are very, very simple and they're easy to follow. Reason three, again, as with assessment and programming, when we did that mini series, this is one of the most asked questions we get from coaches. So PTs, coaches coming to us saying, I'm losing track of my nutrition with clients. I start with good intentions, but I, I just don't seem to follow up very well haven't really got a system that I follow. I give people a sheet at the beginning or some rules or something like that. And, and then I don't really know where to go from there. Um, especially around things like coaching the awkward sticking points, things like, you know, the moment where it doesn't go well, the client hasn't stuck to the diet 
or they haven't stuck to the plan or they struggled this week just because of external factors meant that they couldn't hit their two or three habits you've given them or the, the scales go up, you know, the worst case scenario in your reassessment, client jumps on the scales and they've put five pounds on. You know, what do you do then? A lot of trainers are still struggling with these key areas and that that can end up where the client leaves. And that's massive for trainers, biz, trainers' businesses is that if your client is starting to lose faith in the process and they're starting to lose faith in you and they're starting to lose faith in themselves or belief, if you prefer that word to faith, they will leave. They will leave your services and the chances are then that their, their life is either going to stay the same or probably get worse in terms of their health. So that's a bad thing. And we need to address that. We need to make sure that trainers are armed with the right tools to have a good nutrition system, to be able to coach it, to understand what happens when a client doesn't do well one week. What do you do? Um, so I think this is a really important mini series to put together. And those are our three big reasons for doing this. Let's move on to what we'll be covering next. So we've got five episodes lined up in this mini series. The first one is initial assessments and reviews of nutrition with clients. So how do you set the client up in the first place? How do you assess what they need from you as a coach? How do you do a needs analysis with them? So we're going to have a look at a couple of different ways of doing that. We're going to break that down. Maybe you, you haven't got a system like that at the minute. Maybe there's nothing in place where a client signs up. How do they start their nutrition journey with you? So we'll go through that. Episode two, we're going to look at some key nutrition teaching points with new clients. So exactly what I was saying in the, the reasons for why we're doing this particular podcast series, there are some fundamental rules that your client needs to get right. There are some foundational rules of nutrition. Water was the one I mentioned before. Um, Calorie balance. They need to understand how many calories they need to be eating across a week or however long you want them to track that to make sure that their body is getting the right amount of fuel and isn't going to be putting excess fat on and they're still going to feel like they're getting that feeling of satiety and their body is getting all the nutrients they need. So those are types of things that you need to understand. So we'll, we'll unpack them in episode two. Third one, third episode is going to be the pros and cons of common nutrition tracking methods. So we're going to look at a number of different ways because uh, we see a lot of coaches out there doing very cookie cutter type programs where they have one program for nutrition. And I'm like, this is not a criticism of any coaches out there doing this. I did this myself at one time. I had one system for nutrition. Any client that came in, that's the system they got. You know, and it worked. It did have some success, but there was definitely clients who lay outside of those systems that I gave it to that did not achieve the results they were after. And I either had to change that radically. I had to re-educate myself and learn a different method or worst case scenario, I lost the client and that did happen from time to time. So you need to have a few different tools in your toolbox when it comes to tracking nutrition. One size definitely does not fit all with nutrition. Um, and if you stick around for our five top tips, well, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about that in those. So we'll look at the pros and cons of different types of methods of tracking. Uh, episode four, we're going to look at nutrition coaching. What is it and how can you use it in your business? Because um, it's a term that's quite common these days. I've talked about this on previous episodes that, you know, when I was 
starting out as a PT back in 2000, I think it was, um, we, we didn't do a lot of nutrition. As personal trainers, you weren't expected and there was not really a lot of education around to do nutrition with your clients. They came into the gym, you set them up with an exercise program, and that's what you did. You tracked that, you made sure that they were progressing on that. You know, they didn't, if they asked you about nutrition, you might have given them a bit of a vague answer, but there was no system, there was no method to it. That came a bit later, to be honest. Now it is very much the expectation that clients come in, they're going to talk to you about nutrition, they're going to expect a nutrition program and a plan. They're going to expect some kind of nutrition coaching. So what is it and how do we use it in your business to maximize results and maximize success? And that does include revenue within the com- within your business as well. And we're going to finish on episode five with a nutrition Q&A. So we're going to get some of you guys to send us in your questions. You always send us some really interesting questions. So think about what you want to know about nutrition get you to submit some common nutritional issues clients face. We'll come up with probably our top five there as well that we've experienced and feed them back in a summarizing episode there. Just to tease a little bit, we are, as in the last series, we are lining up a couple of guests and uh, that's just date dependent at the minute. So I'm not going to give you too much information on that because it does depend on a few things lining up. But we are looking to get a couple of guests in on some of those episodes to talk about the key areas. And these are people who specialize in nutrition. I definitely wouldn't consider myself a nutrition expert. I think my knowledge is good, but I don't think it's my key area. And I think Matt would say the same. So we want to get people in who are very specialized and specific around nutrition to give you that extra info that's worth tuning in for. Okay, I hope that helps in terms of the setup of what's coming up for you guys over the next five episodes. But some things to take away from today. So I hope that's given you a bit of a a flavor of what we're going to bring in the next five episodes. And it's set it up well for next week. But as always, we want something for you to take away. So myself and Matt put our heads together on this and came up with our top five tips for dealing with nutrition that we've experienced in our 20 years for myself, 12, 13 years for Matt, coaching clients, what are the common things that we see all the time? So here we go. Top five things from us. First one, this is a a one of Matt's actually, is to meet the client where they're at. And when he sent me this over, I, I really loved it. I think, I think this is perfect. If somebody's ready to make big changes, I've been in, in both camps over the years. Sometimes I've been very, very pro, slow, gradual changes. So maybe giving the client one or two things to do at once um, and not changing that until they've really got it and then add a third habit and then add a fourth habit and then a fifth and gradually build it up over a period of time. I've been very, very pro that that method. And then at times in my career, I've been very, very pro you know, give them everything, give them the entire plan, keep them strict. If they get through it, it'll be bumpy, it'll be rocky, it'll be hard. But when you get through the other side, you'll get a massive breakthrough. Both have worked on occasions and both have definitely not worked on occasions. So this first point is you've got to be able to meet the client where they are. You will definitely sit with a client sometimes, somebody who signs up for the first time in the consult, and you can just tell this person is ready to go. 
They've hit their their rock bottom. They've hit their point of no return. They are willing to burn the boats and go for it. And if they are ready, then meet them there. Give them the whole toolbox. Give them everything. Like, give them everything that you want them to do. Change the lot and go for it. Because the chances are they're going to do it. And what you get good at is measuring up. Who have I got here? And some of your um, your setup tools that we're going to go through in one of the episodes into the next episode will help you with that as well. Your needs analysis will allow you to break down who have I got in front of me here and how much can they take. That's really important. Two. This is one of mine. Learn about nutrition through self-practice. I think you, you've got to experience what a nutrition journey is like for yourself. Now, I don't mean a diet here. This is not necessarily dieting down, although that might be one of your personal goals. It has to be a nutrition journey that you experience either for um, competition or health or whatever it might be. It's got to be some kind of change for yourself that you experience. And the reason why you need to do this is because you have to experience what that journey is like for a client um, so it has to be something that you would struggle with, uh, that you would find challenging. And that will give you the same feeling, the same emotional experience as what it's like for a client. So you have to be, you have to, you have to feel it. You have to understand when a client tells you it's difficult, what do they mean? What are they actually telling you? What is the struggle? So that would be my tip on the on number two on this one would be if you've never been through that struggle try it actually do it and i don't mean diet here you could do it as like some big nutritional changes for your health something that's going to be pro health three again this is one of matt's add before you take away i really like this before you start removing things can you potentially add some things into their diet that, that are going to be much more health promoting so people will maybe come in for, I want to lose fat. I want to lose weight. All right, let's look at what we can add to the nutrition side. So can we add some good stuff into the diet before we start chopping stuff away, before we start making it restrictive? Water is a really good example of that. Can we add some water? Can we bring in a liter or a liter and a half of water per day? And that's the first thing we get the client to tackle. We change nothing else about their nutrition. We just say, right, I want you to drink some water first couple of weeks that client will instantly feel better, instantly. You know, can we bring in some veg intake? Can we increase their protein a little bit? The client will start to feel better instantly. And that means they're going to train a little bit better. That means they're going to be more open to change. Their mindset is going to be a little bit clearer. They're probably going to be more open to making some of those harder changes later down the line. And then that can lead to things like re-education around other foods and, you know, that they're not potentially eating the right types of foods and that we might need to adjust their calorie balance a little bit. So I, I really think that's a great one to, to keep in your back pocket is think about adding stuff before you start taking things away. It's a very common thing for coaches and PTs to do these days is to really pull things out of the diet. So we get clients to do a food inventory, comes back and we say, OK, right, you got to get rid of that. 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 And that just starts the mindset in the client of, God, I can't wait to get off this diet. And if your client has that in their heads, I can't wait to get off this diet. As soon as they finish or they achieve their perceived goal, 
they're going to go straight back to the way that they were eating before because the language that they're using is they're being restricted. They're being forced to do this. So they're instantly going to go back to what they were doing before. Four. I think this was one of Matt's as well. Most food choices are not made logically. I'll say that again. Most food choices are not made logically. And I think that ties into why you need to do a nutrition experience or a change in your own nutrition yourself. Because the things that you do now, so you guys as coaches will probably eat well, drink well, sleep well. And when somebody tells you they don't do those things, it's very hard to put yourself in the mind of that client. It's very hard to say, well, how come you don't sleep? Sleep's really important. So understand that that's not a logical decision the person's making. The chances are that is emotionally driven. There's a behavioral habit loop in place there somewhere. And we have to break that cycle. We have to break that cycle of trigger, behavior, reward before we start to see changes in food choices, before it starts to become a logical thing, we need to tackle what's going on in terms of a trigger, behavior, and then a a reward of some kind of dopamine hit or an external reward of some sort. So there is a a behavioral habit, habitual loop in place with with nutrition, I would say 99% of the time. Try not to tackle it from a purely logical perspective or it will, number one, annoy your client, and number two, frustrate the hell out of you because you'll just feel like you're banging your head off a brick wall. You're much better to look for the triggers, the behaviors, the rewards, the patterns that are in place with people's foods. Last one, and then we're going to wrap up today. Five. Number five is have a structure to how you're going to follow up on nutrition. Cannot tell you the amount of people I've coached over the years, and probably, again, I've done this myself, who start with good intentions with a client. So they will set their client up with some kind of nutrition tracking method and some habits or a plan to stick to. And three or four weeks in, they have completely lost track of it. There's no structure to it anymore. They don't really know when they're checking in with it. The client doesn't really understand what they're doing anymore. And it just gets dropped and it kind of just gets swept under the carpet until maybe five or six weeks down the line, the client turns around and says, uh, I haven't really been tracking anything on nutrition or worse still, the client says, I'm just going to leave the PT thing. It's not really working for me right now. And you're like scratching your head going, how did that happen? My last tip is to, well, first of all, have some kind of curriculum that your clients are following in terms of their nutrition. And that, again, that's not a cookie cutter program. That is one size does not fit all. There has to be certain things that you're trying to educate your client on. That is your curriculum for clients to follow. Um, It's basically things that you would want everybody to learn in order to be successful with their nutrition for the rest of their life. Think of it like that. You're arming them with the tools for lifelong success in nutrition. That is your curriculum that you're going to get people to learn. And around that, wrapped around that curriculum is going to be your coaching structure. So how you support that curriculum as a coach which could be that I do a, a weekly check-in through Typeform with my clients every week. There's a Typeform goes out, they check in with that. Or every client session always finishes with five, 10 minutes of nutritional questions, which are three or four core questions that I always ask every single session at the end, five minutes. Or it's a once every four weeks, 
we do a one-on-one pure coaching session just around nutrition. So we sack off the gym for the day. We don't do any gym stuff. The client knows all about this. We come in, we have a cup of coffee and we just go through nutrition in depth. So you have to have some kind of coaching structure around what you're doing within your nutrition curriculum. Okay. I hope that makes sense, but we are going to unpack that more in the episodes. All right. So that's going to do it for today, guys. I hope we've whet your appetite for the next five or six episodes. And I hope you took something away from them last five nutrition tips. Myself and Matt will be back together again on the next episode where we will be tackling initial assessments, reviews of nutrition with clients. Other than that, Make sure that if you listen to the podcast, you do recommend this to friends, spread the word a little bit and leave us a five-star review if you get anything of value from the podcasts. We do appreciate all the listeners and uh, everybody who tunes in and we will see you on the next episode. This particular episode might have finished, but our help and support doesn't end there. If you need anything from myself and Paul, you've got any questions, you've got any feedback, you want some support, then please do not hesitate to reach out and ask for help. You can find myself over on Instagram at Matt Robinson PT. And if you follow me there, you will get all the latest updates to the most recent episodes, guest interviews, and anything related to the Profit Podcasts. You really can reach out for anything, whether it's just to give us a bit of feedback or ask a simple question. Your feedback and questions help us shape the future of this show. So if you enjoy the show and want it to continue, why not be part of its creation by giving us some help, support and ideas. If you've enjoyed the show so far or just this particular episode, then please feel free to head over to Apple Podcasts and Spotify to leave us a rating and review. And as always, we want you to tune in next time. So hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already. And we will catch you again very soon in our latest Profit Podcast episode. Take care and we will see you very shortly. The Profit Podcast.